Hello and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I am Jason Sorotin and today we are meeting a, a dear friend and um, a family member at ECG, Muriel. Muriel, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, Jay. Good to be here. Thank you. So Muriel, tell everybody what you do at ECG. Yeah. So I'm a producer. I don't know. I feel like I meet a lot of people who don't understand what that is, but I just explain it like it's like a project manager for videos. That, I think that is a good way to describe it. it it's, yeah. it's, I always think about video producing as being a, the job of a professional warrior. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I've heard you say that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, as you, you've just got to be thinking of everything that could go wrong. Cause stuff, stuff typically does. Oh my gosh. It, it takes such like, you must be somewhat of a neurotic person to be a producer. Oh, you have to be. That's like the prerequisite. Like, and and do you have so much pride in your work that you would never let something slip through the cracks or you do your very best? Obviously accidents happen, but that's like, you have to take ownership. I think Jordan in his interview talked about that. Yeah. You have to have a sense of responsibility over um, getting shit done and making sure that things are ready when they need to be ready. Absolutely. So yeah, it's like, it's about, you have to be on your toes a lot in this gig. (laughs) Yeah, so um, let's start from the top. Where were you born? Um, so I was born in Virginia. In Virginia. But raised in South Carolina. Yeah. What part of South Carolina? In the upstate in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, so not near the oceans. No. Yeah. And you don't have a southern accent at all. Does nobody have southern accents there? No. Um, I mean, there definitely in South Carolina, there are a lot of southern accents, but... I don't know. I we just grew up with that television accent, you know. Right. And like everyone around me was like that. Like we weren't we weren't in the country. We were in like a really suburban area. So gotcha. Uh, yeah, kids all talk like me. Like of course there's some real southern kids in, in my school, but I don't know. For the most part, people talk like me. <laughs> what was the most impactful moment you had as a child? Something that you always remember and like kind of changed something in you, whether it be silly or deep. Hmm. Yeah, I, I automatically go to thoughts of my grandparents. They were a huge deal to me when I was a kid. And um, my grandpa actually died when I was, when we were pretty young. Like we were pretty young kids. But I have such distinct memories of like playing with him in the yard and him like building us this swing set in the yard. <laughs> So uh, me and my sister would just, and it was like a two-seater because I have a twin sister. And so like, he just always tried to make things that were like in sets so we could do things together. So we had this little two-seater um, swing in the yard. And I feel like that's one of my earliest memories. Yeah. And I think that's also why like family is really important to me now. But yeah, I, I think like when I think of like my childhood, I, I feel like I have such a shitty memory, but I can remember these little parts with my family. You know? Yeah. Family, com- it comes back to family. What's the uh, most dangerous thing you've ever done? Gosh, I don't know, Jay. I mean, okay, so you know how I like messed my knee up. Yeah. Pretty bad. But uh, when I messed my knee up, I was like trying to do like a rail slide on some skis. <laughs> what? And yeah, I was trying, I was trying to go down a trick slope on skis. Like, that's how and you messed I, up like, your knee. The fr- I thought it was from dodgeball yeah. or kickball. Oh no, it was it, well that 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 was probably like a second like it was I think that's when I messed up my meniscus, but my ACL tear was like when I went down <laughs> on oh, a God. trick slope on a rail <laughs> on skis. And I was I mean, I was a pretty decent skier, but I was I was probably not good enough to go down that rail. So Wow, I'm glad I mean that, it, I don't know. you gotta be brave to try that stuff, especially if you've yeah. never done it before. Cause it's terrifying. And I'm at oh, the point yeah, now was, where I'm like, scary. God, I just don't want to get hurt. Like that, like being hurt sounds like a huge pain in the butt. 
Uh, but but Muriel yeah. did get fixed by our clients for Surgeons Orthopedics, and she's yes. she got up and running fast. So that's awesome. I'm so glad you're better. All right. So and this might be similar to the other one, but maybe what is the stupidest thing you've ever done? Oh God, I I mean. <laughs> So many things, Jay, but I, I probably couldn't say them like now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the smartest thing you've ever done? Oh, it was, I, the first thing I thought of was like, it was calling you guys or like contacting you guys at ECG. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Yeah. As soon as I got that um, contact, like it was, it was like from someone who had worked there before. I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, I just, I jumped on that opportunity so quick and it, it was probably one of the best things we've ever done. Yeah. What was her, uh, the, she was so nice. It's, does it start her, with an M2? Yeah. Yes. It was Marilyn. Marilyn. Yes. Marilyn. Yeah, Marilyn was, was awesome. awesome. She's now at MailChimp. Yeah. I hope she's doing well. And, and, and Muriel had an interesting path to ECG. You started as the executive assistant and was it six months you started doing producing? How did, how did that all unfold? I think it was just like, it was kind of just timing. Like it was where ECG was at and it was, um, you know, I was just there. It was kind of that thing. So like when ECG needed help, I was there to fill in the gaps. And so uh, that's kind of how I just got into producing. And I remember like my first real producing gig was on our um, in-house production Reapers, which was a uh, pilot. It was like a pilot teaser for a, an original script idea that um, our animator Seth had. So yeah, I, I, it was like, that was my first real, you're in charge of producing this kind of thing. Yeah. And it was, oh gosh, I really cut my teeth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned so much. And then from there, it was just like, it's just been like, just gathering more information as I go on. Like every, every project I learned something new. So, but you know, what's funny about producing is that never ends. It's always right. like that, which is what makes it yeah. cool and not boring because there, everything, there's so many moving parts to a video production that like, yeah. it's a lot to keep track of and everything is moving in new directions. And now oh my gosh, know, yeah. we're recording this on uh, what is today? See, we're in the, we're in the pandemic currently. Um, I mm-hmm. hope by the time you're listening to this, everybody's healthy and everybody's good. But today is, I can, where is, what is today? Oh, it's Wednesday the 8th, April 8th. Yes. It's hard to keep the days straight, but we're in a pandemic <laughs> yes. and I think it's going to change the way that producers operate. I think it's also might lead people to be more willing to hop on a video call. Instead of like traveling places, like we spend so much energy and time running around to shit when it can be done via video. And when you can see the person, it doesn't matter if you can touch them. It's not like we're all up on each other. It's not like we're in a a relationship with one another. We're, we're friends and it's great to see each other, but you don't need to have that to get a project done. Yeah. And that's, I've just been thinking about that, Jay. Like this pandemic is obviously awful. Like a lot of people are suffering like irreparably right now, but it's just like the people who it has not touched in like health ways or like financial ways, like I feel like it's given us this opportunity to like spend a lot of time with the people that we want to spend time with and like doing things like Google Hangouts and like working remotely. It's just opened up a pathway to that, you know? So like for all the, all the horrible things that are happening right now, I feel like these, these are just, um, these are tools that we can use in the future to be able to spend uh, more time at home and just like try to spend more time with people that you really love and enjoy spending time with, you know? 
So, I've, I've, it's one I can't, upside. I can't tell you how much I've actually enjoyed being in quarantine with my family. It's yeah, been right? surprisingly awesome. I'm able to get a ton of work done. And, you know, yeah. me, I travel every week. So just being home with everybody for so long is so cool. I, I just, I, I'm yeah. trying to take it as, and we had the virus. So we're, we feel like liberated <laughs> yeah. almost like we can go do what we want, you know, <laughs> yeah, in you a few days. I still can't taste yeah. that. It's annoying. All right. Where did you go to college? If you did go to college? Yeah. I went to the university of South Carolina. It was just like, that was like a no brainer. It's the biggest school in our state. So. And what'd you study? I studied media arts. Okay, cool. So what was like your goal? Did you want to work into production? Because I know we met through different circumstances and I can't remember. I'm sure we've discussed this before. Yeah, I'm. that's definitely, since I was young, I wanted to work in film and video production. I yeah. Maybe since I was like 16 or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I ended up going to college for it. Um, and then after college, it was just kind of something I always had my like I on like trying to find a job in that field, but yeah, yeah that's, think, that's been a dream of mine for a long time. And I think that's, um, you know, it might speak to how I look at him at, at bringing people onto the team is that I didn't really care where you went to school or what you did. I cared that you were really awesome at your job and a self-starter. And I think that's an important message for people looking for, for work. It's important. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, that's that's something that's awesome about ECG. And it's something that's pretty unique, I feel like, is that we look at like the quality of a person and then like experience and skill is something that uh, we can like teach them, you know? Yep. So like the first thing we want to see in someone is, are they like going to kick ass and like work really, really hard? Like that's, I feel like that's just the most important thing. Absolutely. And I feel like that's something we prioritize. Let's see. We asked you that. Oh, what do you like most about ECG? I know that that's kind of a good segue from your last answer. Um, obviously, I love everyone I work with, but I will say the thing I love about ECG the most is like our management style. So, so, so this is kind of a double-edged sword, right? Like, I love the fact that when I was like on certain projects, people are basically left to kind of manage themselves in a way that's like that's in um. I don't know that that's not, that's not a hundred percent true. Like obviously we have some kind of like accountability in our office, like every office needs that. But, um, I just feel like there's a large sense of trust from like you guys, the partners onto the people who uh, work for you guys. So that, I thought that was amazing. And I just, I, I loved feeling like you guys trusted me to do my job and like weren't kind of micromanaging or anything like that. Micromanaging is the worst. Nobody, you will be, as a manager, you will be stuck doing your job, your job and their job forever. If you you don't learn to trust the people and you have to be cool with people, you know, fucking up and making mistakes because that's part of growing and good people make a mistake and then they never let it happen again, accept responsibility, learn to let it happen again. And as you've gone through the process, you know, you've done a great job whenever there was a mistake, just immediately solving it. And we're all doing it. We're all making mistakes all the time. It's just about like owning it. And I feel like if you're honest with the clients too, and you say, Hey, I, I'm sorry. I messed up. Here's how I'm going to fix it. People are pretty right. forgiving because 
Like nobody wants to like be angry, <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely, and everyone's human, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, tell me about what you think of like the ECG experience from a client perspective, and and what you do and how you look at our clients and the relationships we have. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just like like obviously, I feel like my main job is to be there for our clients, you know. So we're always trying to just like. Uh, be there for them, like be like a one-stop shop for anything that they need um, and try to get them the best product that they can get. Uh, but it's always like, it's always a discussion, you know? So we try to make them feel very comfortable uh, voicing their like opinions and obviously telling us what they want and just uh, making them understand that we can deliver what they need and that we're there for them every step of the way. So it's really about making it a great experience for the clients. And I think that's something that producers are taught all the time is the most important aspect of their job. Absolutely. We got to take care of people because they end up taking care of us. And if we're doing it right, everybody's making money and everybody's happy. And that's the goal for sure. Yeah. What are your favorite types of projects or projects um, you want? you can aspire to that you haven't done yet oh i mean i feel like everyone says a feature film and i'd love to do that one day yeah <laughs> i know you have thoughts on that like i know you think it's very hard but i'd love to do that <laughs> no it is super hard i just think you know doing i think in 2012 to 2016 everybody was making movies for like 30 and sixty thousand dollars. they were everywhere <laughs> And you yeah. know, making movies during that time was just like begging and borrowing. And it's just, you know, it is a yeah. great experience though. And, you know, you'll have it someday. Those opportunities pop up all the time. And, and uh, you, if you want it, you will definitely get it. Um, yeah. What's your biggest pet peeve? What do you hate? Not necessarily just as a producer, but if you have a producer and a personal one, that would be interesting. Okay. Producer wise, yeah. Okay. Well, let me just say, like, let me just wrap it all into one and say, like, people who just don't give their hundred percent. Like, I want to be on a team of people who give their hundred percent and like don't crap out or anything like that. You know, like yep. that that just drives me nuts. Like, it's it's crazy to see like like ninety nine percent of people just like giving everything and then just like one person not not doing that. So, um, yeah, that that I, like what, <laughs> totally. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that's a big pet peeve when I'm working in, on, uh, team projects, which is all of our projects. Yeah. Um, and then personally, I don't know. I, I don't like people who like, who don't do what they say they will do. <laughs> right. That drives me nuts. Oh my God. Especially in business, that can be the worst. What's your biggest fear? Like in life? Yeah. Gosh, I, I mean, just, just, just not, just not fulfilling all my goals that I have, you know? And then I also like, I have some like really weird, like physical fears, but, but my mom who is very religious, she's like a Southern Baptist. Yeah. She like taught me one time that like, if you ever voice those things out loud, then the devil hears, and then he can make them happen. Cause now he knows what your fears are. <laughs> so I, I honestly make it a point to, no, I make it a point to never voice some fears that I have allowed ever. Jay. That is <laughs> Interesting. Well, they, they say, they say that. So when I have a fear, I have uh, a mantra that I say over and over again until the fear just goes away um, or, oh, yeah. or a negative thought. I do believe that negative thoughts can hurt your progress as a human being. So I think like, oh, yeah. I think that's what your mom was saying. And I think that's, you know, religion wraps itself in ways of, you know, controlling people and making people who don't have good <laughs> common sense, make great decisions, better decisions. So right. I think it's all but, kind but of those connected. Fears, 
But those fears that I, I won't voice a lot, they're really just like superstitious things. But you are, you are totally right. And I believe that too, Jay, that like, if you have a, if you have a real, like, like fear, um, that's not something like breaking a leg or something like, you know, like feeling some kind of pain, um, then you need to be able to address those problems. And I, I actually just went through this like whole fear management thing. Like I, I just saw it online. It's by a guy named Tim Ferriss, but it's basically oh, like Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Have, have you seen this thing that he suggests? Um, it was in his Ted talk, I think, but he says like, you have to define your fears and then you have to figure out what you would do if they actually happened. And you have to list all the ways that you can prevent them from happening. So like, it's just, it's just putting things into very like, yep. um, like concrete ideas. So that, that's something I've been working on, but, um, yeah, but, but that, that wraps up into the fear of like not accomplishing all the goals that I want in my life, you know? Yeah. So. You want to hear an interesting fact. Tim Ferriss were, and I were born on the same day, the same year. No way. Yeah. July 19th, That's 1977. Crazy. He's your twin, Jay. I know. I wish. Man, he, he, he got it figured out early. Um, I read Four Hour Work Week when I was in my late 20s. I mean, that was a, a huge changer in my life. The, the last question I have for you, the thing you are most excited about for future Muriel Lee? You know, I'm just going to keep it simple. And I'm going to say I'm excited to learn more things. I feel like I'm just getting started on all the things that I can learn and all the things that uh, like I can store in my head and like be a productive person with and like utilize in my life and my relationships and all those things. So yeah, that's it. Just, I'm just excited to learn more. I mean, that is a great thing. And we're excited to be on your learning journey and you're such an awesome person to have on the team and we just love you. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. If people want to get in touch with you um, through Instagram or email, can you give them your handle and your email address? Yeah. So I'm I'm actually not on Instagram anymore, but I will give you out my email. Whoa, whoa. Let's unpack this for a second. You got off Instagram? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll get back on in a few months or not, but I just decided like to take a break and I really haven't missed it since. From all social media (laughs) or just Instagram? Um, just Instagram. Like I still scroll through Facebook occasionally, right. but I try to stay off that too. Uh, Facebook makes me like, I still use it because it's a great tool. But when yeah. I get on there, whenever it's like you say something there and, or, and have an opinion and every bottom feeder comes out to like say, <laughs> yeah. to come out and comment on it. You're like, Jesus, I meant that totally as a joke. Like you guys cannot read tone at all. You're, <laughs> yeah. You've got some disabilities. Like let's, oh my, it's the worst. Um, okay. So how do people get in contact with you if they're interested in talking to you about your career journey or opportunities, uh, via email? Yeah. Email. I am always on my email, just like any good producer should be. Um, <laughs> and, uh, my email is just my name, M U R I E L at ECG Muriel Lee producer at ECG productions and friend. Thank you for joining. Uh, thank you all for listening and we will see you next time.